A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. It all goes without saying that the WWE has aggressively cornered the market on licensed video games, and though you'd expect a consistent level of polish from products overseen by a billion-dollar corporation, well, that's never really been the case. Because wrestling games as a whole have ranged from entertaining to downright insulting, the latter being a result of publishers who want to wring as much money out of players as possible, and developers whose often ambitious ideas end up falling flat, which basically make up the content for today's list. As I'm Jules, this is WhatCulture.com, and these are 10 cruel tricks video games play played on wrestling fans. Number 10. Selling an accelerator to speed up unlocks WWE 2K Like most other long-running video game franchises, WWE 2K has attempted to cash in on the microtransaction boom, and has typically done so in the laziest way possible, that is, making the grind so unbearably long that you'll gladly splash the cash to speed it up. And I use gladly in heavy air quotation marks here. For years now, the various deluxe edition releases of WWE 2K games have come packaged with an accelerator, or in the most recent iteration, a supercharger, which allows you to unlock gated content at launch and also change the overall rankings and attribute levels of all superstars. Now, most WWE 2K games have also allowed players to purchase the accelerator separately for around five quid. The money is understandably worth less than the time for many, but handing over more cash also reinforces 2K's nickel and dime approach, so it won't be going away anytime soon, if ever. Number nine, the painful combo system. WWF Warzone WWF Warzone marked a major leap forward for a claims run of WWF games, shifting away from the arcade style of WrestleMania the arcade game and In Your House towards a more intricate, slow-paced simulation. And while Warzone boasted a slick presentation and great graphics for its era, the big bugbear for many was the unwieldy combo-based gameplay. Basically, to execute anything beyond rudimentary maneuvers, you'd need to memorize button combinations, which, while suitable for more fast-moving beat-em-ups was not at all appropriate for a wrestling simulation. Having to pause the game every now and then to look up the combo of your favourite wrestler's finishing move brutally broke the flow of play in a deeply unfun way. While Acclaim's ambition was laudable, the execution was ultimately lacking. If you try and play these games today, you'll likely find that they've aged like milk left out in the hot sun. In the light of better-aged Smackdown games, they're an absolute chore to get to grips with. Number 8. The Wildly Outdated Rosters 
WWE 2K. One of the series' biggest insults is just how grossly outdated each game's roster tends to be. It's been estimated that the roster cutoff period is typically around WrestleMania, which with most games releasing in October is almost seven months before they hit stores. As any wrestling fan knows, a lot can change in that time. Take WWE 2K22, which includes Adam Cole amongst its playable superstars despite him being released late last year, many months before the game's release. I guess at least in the case of Braun Strowman and the fact that he recently returned does make his inclusion feel appropriate once again, but that was by accident. And these are just two examples of 2K's ridiculous roster deadlines, without getting into the egregious omissions that fans complain about each and every year, most notably in WWE 2K22, Zelina Vega's absolute absence. All in all, it's clear that something desperately needs to change with the series' development pipeline, because though scanning wrestlers and adding them into the game represents a lot of work, an annualized game shouldn't feel this old as soon as it's released. Number 7. Nine wrestlers in the ring at once, but with a tiny roster. WWF Royal Rumble. THQ did a spectacular job hyping up the photorealistic graphics possible on the Dreamcast, and best of all, the unprecedented ability to have nine wrestlers on screen at once during Royal Rumble matches. Given that most games of the era struggle to get anywhere close to that number without major technical compromises, it was a massive allure, albeit one that basically attempted to distract players from the game's huge shortcomings elsewhere. Beyond the fact that WWF Royal Rumble only had exhibition and Royal Rumble modes, its roster was comprised of just 22 wrestlers, meaning that in a 30-person rumble, you'd get repeat entrance. Given that the entire thrill of playing a rumble is getting to mix it up with a bevy of your favorite wrestlers, this limitation proved massively disappointing considering what the game was pulling off under the hood compared to most games of the era. Number 6. Money in the Bank Matches Take Absolutely Forever WWE 2K Due to Money in the Bank Matches revolving around a rather awkward and arcane briefcase unlocking minigame while paired to wildly overactive AI opponents, it can take literally hours to win a single match. The path of least resistance lies in letting your opponents complete most of the minigame and then swoop in at the very end to try and steal it. But compared to the fast-paced thrills of a real-life Money in the Bank match, it is a stamina-annihilating slog. This has been a problem dating all the way back to WWE SmackDown vs. Raw when this mode made its video game debut, and given the thrilling potential of playing out Money in the Bank matches in a game, it is depressing just how not fun it tends to be. Number 5. The Painfully Inconsistent Superstar Ratings THQ and 2K WWE Games For as long as wrestling games have had superstar ratings, fans have argued about them. And though it's certainly a subjective art to a high degree, that doesn't mean that there aren't blatantly wrong decisions on the developer's part. Fans avidly anticipate the release of the superstar ratings for each and every WWE game, and every year, without fail, they quite understandably express their frustration at some of the more eyebrow-raising choices. Remember when Shane McMahon got the same rating as Adam Cole, 81, back in WWE 2K19? And that is far from the most egregious example, yet more cynical fans are of the opinion that 2K deliberately misnumbers some of the superstar ratings to further encourage players to spend extra cash on the accelerator. Considering every other way that wrestling game fans have been hoodwinked over the years, it's pretty easy to believe such a ruse. Number 4. WWE 2K Goes Portable and Unplayable WWE 2K18 on Switch Fans were thrilled 
cooled when 2K Games announced that the WWE 2K series would be launching on the Nintendo Switch with the release of WWE 2K18. That is, at least until the game came out. Huge technical concessions had been made to get the game running on the console, such as cutting the in-ring player count down from 8 to 6 and massively lowering the graphical fidelity. Plus, due to the frame rate regularly dipping as low as 15 frames per second, the gameplay ran at a much slower speed compared to all other platform versions. Worse still, the game's speed got slower with more wrestlers on screen, ensuring that multi-person matches could get close to unplayable depending on your patience level. For anyone excited to play 2K on the go, it was a heartbreaking revelation, and one that 2K evidently attempted to hush up until as late as possible in the hopes of scoring some easy sales from eager players. The near-universally negative response to the Switch port ultimately resulted in 2K deciding not to release any future WWE 2K games for the Switch. Sad times, right? Number 3. The Rock, Paper, Scissors Gameplay WWE Smackdown vs. Raw 2008 for Nintendo DS From one Nintendo handheld release to another now, the DS version of WWE Smackdown vs. Raw 2008 promised a unique experience that would take full advantage of the DS's touchscreen, yet players still expected the game not to deviate too far from the series' tried-and-tested formula. The game's box art categorically failed to inform players that the DS version didn't actually feature any movement or grappling at all. With moves instead being decided through a series of touch-based rock-paper-scissors-style minigames. Unsurprisingly, players en masse were extremely miffed to discover the total lack of free-flowing wrestling gameplay on offer. Presumably due to the game's poor reception, developers Amaze Entertainment were dismissed from the franchise and replaced with Toze, who for the 2009 and 2010 DS games opted for a more conventional gameplay style, which, you know, actually used the D-pad. Number 2. Releasing a wrestling game without a wrestling ring WCW Backstage Assault there's perhaps no wrestling game concept in history as ill-advised and downright deranged as WCW Backstage Assault, because here WCW's final video game prior to their acquisition by WWE saw EA try to make a wrestling game without a wrestling ring in sight. For as much as turn-of-the-century wrestling fans loved their zany backstage brawls at the expense of meat and potatoes squared circle action, well this is not it, chief. And the thing is, large swathes of gamers were chronically online back in 2000 as we all are today, and so many bought the game assuming that there would indeed still feature in-ring action. After all, the game's cover art didn't explicitly confirm that there wouldn't be any rings. It was a dirty trick on the part of biblical hucksters EA, yet ultimately it backfired as word of mouth quickly spread and alongside terrible reviews saw the game only sell 200,000 copies worldwide. And number one, the consistently terrible online functionality. WWE 2K. One of the most bafflingly consistent issues across almost all major wrestling games, especially the WWE 2K ones, is the ever-terrible quality of the online multiplayer experience. Delivering a lag-free, intuitive online suite for players should not be that difficult in this day and age, and yet fans have been complaining for years about WWE games offering up frustratingly lag-filled gameplay. This makes performing reversals an utter nightmare and results in players becoming desynced from one another entirely. And this is without getting into the constant server and matchmaking issues which can make even the basic act of getting a game started a real chore. Considering the obvious appeal of playing, say, a Royal Rumble online with a bunch of your friends or strangers, wrestling games as a whole have continually fumbled the ball when it comes to a basic, robust online experience. It's nothing short of embarrassing that a company as large and as well-minted as 2K just can't seem to get it right. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.